Welcome back to the Rolling and Shutter podcast. I'm Rolling, aka Nick. And I'm Shutter, aka Josh. And today we are joined by a very special guest, one of our best friends, Lucas. Hello there. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. First guest. How does it feel? It feels exhilarating. I'm truly honored to be the first guest on the uh, infamous Rolling and Shutter podcast. You look pretty comfy, too. Oh, I'm super comfy. I'm over here chilling, feet up. Laying in bed. Just vibing, honestly. Tootsie's out. Yeah, at the end of the episode, I'll tell you what pillow you're laying on. Can't wait to hear that. There's more shit on it. (laughs) That's great news. Let me adjust myself. (laughs) Anyway. So we're back. Episode, what is this, five? Yeah, we're on five now. I believe so, yeah. Lucas would know just as much as us, because... Listen to every single episode. Yeah. Our most loyal listener. The first listener, probably, every time. Probably, yeah. Guaranteed. I put, mo- still, I put money on it. I'm still sleeping whenever the episodes get published, so Lucas is the only one up at that time. Mm-hmm. Up and at him, bright and early. First thing I do, check out the podcast, the new episode. Everybody needs friends like that. Yeah, for real. So what you been up to? Not a whole lot, honestly. Um, I've been on that 9 to 5 grind, you know, that corporate lifestyle. So that's been draining my soul away each and every day, but, you know, still kicking. Um, been working on that side project, some buddies from work, uh, our modern golf clothing brand. It's called GLF Clothing. Shameless plug, you guys go check it out. GLFclothing.com. Um, but yeah, besides that, not a whole lot. So yeah, we've been working on, uh, launching that, getting that up and running. And, uh, I know you guys have mentioned, uh, the trip a couple times on the yeah. podcast. So they haven't mentioned the, the brand or anything, but that's what that trip is for that we're going to North Carolina for. So it'll be dope. Yeah, if you want to get into it, we can, but yeah, we totally can talk up to a you. little bit about it if you guys want. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, we are planning a trip to North Carolina uh, for the GLF Clothing Company. We're going to be filming a bunch of content out there, um, just to kind of get some promotional content for our upcoming product launch. We're planning on launching in June. Um, so yeah, we got a uh, Nick and Josh rolling and shutter here, uh, going to be doing that content for us. So we're super excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be. Fun. I'm excited to do some promo type work. Get out of the state of Delaware, even though. Yeah, North Carolina is a good one to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you guys don't leave Delaware enough. No. Well, you live outside of Delaware, so. Yeah, I mean, I never said I. <laughs> I was about to say, coming from Amish man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that trip is going to be fun. I'm hyped to just be down there. I didn't realize how good close timing. It is. Sorry. Yeah, I know. From you guys, yeah, it's like five and a half hours, right? No, I just meant I didn't realize like how oh. close the trip is. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, both of them, yeah. honestly. I was like, for me, it's like seven hours away. But you mean like how close? Yeah, it's two weeks away. Yeah. It's crazy. It's coming up. Hopefully I requested off of work. I still got to do that, but it's still plenty of time. Yeah, you should probably go ahead and do that. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it two weeks from today? Yeah, two weeks from today, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I got to make sure all my shit is charged. <laughs> two two weeks ahead. Well, I gotta find all of it. Yeah, true. It's all in different bags and thrown well, in better, my closet. You better gather that shit. I need to know need exactly it. what I need to bring too. Just bring everything. Yeah. Am I bringing my lights? Yeah, I, w- I mean, I'm bringing my lights as well. I think I need to get some new batteries and or remotes for it. But I'm bringing that backdrops. I don't have any backdrop. I'm bringing my green screen though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if if you don't mind, if you can yeah. fit it and everything, it's not a hassle. Yeah. I, I have mine too, but mine might be wrinkled. 
Okay. How does that affect like editing? It, sh- it shouldn't really. What's the material of a green screen? I've never seen one. Depends. They they have a few. So the one I have is like a blank. Okay. Um. Yeah, and mine's then, also like cloth. Yeah. So and if it gets wrinkled, can you just iron it like you yeah. would any other clothes? Okay. It depends on like how much light you're using. I mean, with green screen, you got to make sure the lighting is got to be balanced. Yeah, on point. Um, and your shutter speed and all that. But pretty gotcha. pretty chilling. Gotcha. Hopefully, we can get some good uh, looking shots with it. I've never actually used for the uh, for the for the listeners listening who wouldn't know uh, why do you have to make sure the lighting is all balanced with a green screen? What's different when working with the green screen versus other things? With well, lighting? with the green screen, it's difficult because you've got shadows being cast onto the green screen and you're trying to key out the entire color of green. But if there are two shades of green, then the software is not going to... It picks up different tones. Yeah, and you can only really select one unless you're adding like multiple Luma keyers. But at that point, you're slowing down your timeline. And it's the same with uh, blue screens as well. Mm -hmm. What are blue screens used for? They're the same thing, really. It all depends on the camera. Yeah. In the too. in the situation that you're in, you'll use a blue screen versus a green screen. I didn't know blue screens existed. I thought everything was green screen. Yeah, a lot of like behind the scenes. Well, it can be blue. It can really go both ways. Just like Nick said, depends. Gotcha. And I think realistically, it can be any color. As long as the software it's can just recognize. It's known as the green screen. Yeah, it's yeah. as long as the software can recognize that you're trying to key out a certain color, then you should be able to theoretically use any. Yeah. yeah, it's usually like a vibrant color, though, that yeah. contrast. Yeah. And then you have to also match the background to the lighting of the subject, which is a whole nother ball, uh, ball game you have to play because you have to, you're most often using stock footage and you have to match that to not stock footage. It's kind of difficult. Yeah, if you want that challenge, by all means. Yeah. There are some people that are actually really good at it. Yeah, couldn't be. Yeah, same as you. I haven't really worked with them that much. In the video class that I was hoping that like you and I could get at UD, I was hoping that maybe we could do that. We got into green screen a little bit. We all should have taken a class at UD together. No, we were really not with it. Lucas was too good for us. I would have done it if you guys had one that uh, we all could have taken. He was too, too good at organizing the classes. Yeah, I, know. I mean, I was in college. I was working 40 hours a week, so I, was, I had to make sure that schedule was as efficient as possible. Yeah, and that shit on point. Yeah, I definitely would have taken like a videography class or a photography class or something if it like lined up and made sense. It could like counter towards one of my electives or something. Well, it definitely would have gone. Let's just go back to college. No, let's just go back to college. Let's re-enroll, not even do masters. Let's just do a new undergrad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you want to pay for it for me? No thanks. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm good on that. I don't even want to pay for it for me. I have one degree and that's enough. That rhymed. Yeah, no, I was thinking, I was like, damn. Keep smooth. going. Just <laughs> yeah. It's kind of slick. Did they even have film classes? Well, it was tricky. The one I was in was a art major specific one, but they also had non-major. So I don't know how that yeah. worked. I had a communications class that did a bunch of video stuff. Really? I failed it. I had actually some pretty cool professors this last semester. Of course, it's the last semester that I meet the cool ones and the ones that I like. You got to go out in the bang. I know. I really didn't have a ton of professors in college that I, I mean, I had some decent professors, but none really stood out to me in terms of like, oh, I really like that professor. Nothing? Not really. I didn't really form a bond with any of them or anything. Were your classroom sizes like huge? Um, It depends what class. If I was taking like something that, like a prereq that a bunch of different majors 
take like econ or something, then that's like a huge um, classroom. Mm. What, what's what's the term? Not classroom. Lecture hall. Yeah, lecture hall. Like a huge lecture hall. But one like some more of my like specific major classes were only about like fifteen twenty people. Nothing too crazy. I just figured because all the kids probably taken going down the business path at in some way there'd be a lot more kids in each class but they probably have a lot more like i was also an operations management major which is like the smallest population of students in the business school so all of my classes were a little bit like if i was purely a marketing major or purely a finance major i would have had a lot more lecture all classes i remember sitting in on yours nick yeah for like two weeks yeah that was fun i was just i had a gap in between classes and i was bored so i just popped in I started taking notes one day. Yeah. It was actually like it's a ridiculous. useful, it was yeah. useful <laughs> information to know. Yeah, it wasn't bad. What class was it? Uh, interpersonal communication. Did you take away anything from it? Of course not. I was only there for two weeks. So yeah. you started taking and I didn't, notes? I mean, He yeah. did more than, more of the notes than I did. Did you pass <laughs> the class? No. <laughs> did I pass he, the class? I should have gave you my notes. Yeah. If I passed the class, I probably would have been a communications major instead of English. Yeah, what's the there's there's irony there. You you hate school. You deliberately fail classes even though you I have, didn't deliberate. I didn't fail them on purpose. Yeah, on some level you did. You're you're smart enough to pass all those classes. You just chose not to. Yeah, but I had a lot called. of shit going on. Yeah. So, Nick, despite that, Nick graduated with an English degree and is now qualified to become an English teacher. <laughs> yeah, I could go to Florida and be teaching tomorrow. They you don't should, have. You should do it. Yeah, I think you should do that. Any requirements whatsoever? Do a little social experiment. Just be. We'll bring the. Apply to a bunch of teaching jobs. No. Anyway, we are approaching the 15 minute mark, and I figured it now would be a good time as any to talk about the documentary that we all watched for this. Yeah. What was it called again? Yes, sir. Myth and Mogul John Delorean came out in 2021, and it's on Netflix. It came out in 2021? I thought yeah. it was brand new. No, 2021. And apparently this director has, or I looked up this director, he's got, I think, one or two more documentary movies slash series mm. on John DeLore. Really? Be- before, Just specifically on him? Yeah, before the Netflix one. Wow. Which I thought was kind of interesting. He's, a, he's infatuated with that man. Yeah, he's... I mean, he's a very interesting person. He is an interesting guy. Plus the, the car is classic. People, though. Yeah. That, that's true. No, but I think uh, America has a history of strange fascinations with guys like John DeLorean. No, absolutely. I mean, the the nation's built yeah. on the backs of people like John DeLorean. Yeah. Just people who didn't get caught. So what did you guys think of it? I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very interesting. I did not expect to be that, like, I guess, interested or, like, pulled in with that content matter. Like, I was like, I don't know if I really cared that much about John DeLorean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was super interesting. And not only that, but I think the, the DeLorean itself is a super interesting, like, facet in pop culture and everything and what happened. It's like, n- name another, you know, car brand or car manufacturer that is like DeLorean. Like, there is only one model, one car. They don't manufacture anything else. He just decided he wanted to produce this car one day and he started you know, looking for funding and just started doing it. That's crazy. I mean, I feel like, especially now, I feel like that wouldn't be remotely as close. I think the 
the next close thing is like what, like Elon Musk with Tesla. But even that, it's not the same thing. I would say the close, next closest thing would be Fisker. Remember them? Oh, I do remember Fisker. I don't know the Fisker story. I do know Fisker. Yeah, like they the they would be probably the clo- next closest thing to the DeLorean Motor Company, in my opinion. Get uh, you know, an awesome concept vehicle mm-hmm. plagued with uh, industrial problems, manufacturing problems, and then ultimately the car. Is not safe. I think it's more than just plagued with industrial manufacturing problems. I think, I uh, like those. You could draw those same, you know, those things. I guess align between Fisker and, and DeLorean. But um, I think DeLorean stands out more in the term of like, it was such an out of you know the planet like idea at the time for yeah. something like that. You know, I mean, when when did he pitch the idea? Was it in the seventies? Because it didn't, the car didn't, you know, start being able to be purchased until the eighties. Yeah, I think it was early seventies, late sixties, maybe when he started. Yeah, going. it was around the uh, the oil crisis. Yeah, too. when he yeah. left GM, which is crazy. Yeah. Think about think about all the cars being driven around in the sixties and the seventies, and then think of a DeLorean. That like design model and idea was around for that long. Like it's it's pretty crazy to think about. Was there even any doors that opened the way a DeLorean opened? I don't know. Butterfly uh, doors? Yeah. Well, they were, what are they called? Gullwing doors? Gullwing doors, yeah. I think. Is that a different word for butterfly doors or are butterfly doors different? They're different. Are they different? Yeah, I think there's a little difference. Oh, yeah, butterfly doors like open out. Yeah. They like open straight gullwing, yeah. And then there's the suicide doors, which open. They're on like Lamborghini. Yeah. No, they're on uh, like Rolls Royces. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The, t- the Tesla model. What is it? The X, the big SUV looking thing, has gullwing doors like the DeLorean does. Does it? Yeah. I did not know that. Kind of weird. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Um. No, yeah. I think the DeLorean story, unlike Fisker, has got more criminality to it, more shadiness. Yeah. I mean, I would. I know nothing about the Fisker story, so I mean, but yeah, the DeLorean story was definitely, like I said, more interesting. It felt like, you know, it wasn't just going to be. Uh, you know how this car brand came about it was way more than that it was almost like a true crime kind of story by the end of it which shocked me i did not expect it to take that turn yeah like what was happening behind the scenes right um i thought for the most part it was extremely formulaic i thought that it was like every other netflix documentary before it and that's why i couldn't really get into it really the way that you guys seem to have gotten into it like the end of the first episode, I didn't know how much time was left, but the music started picking up and the guy started you talking like about something, something and I was like, coming. all right, this is where the cliffhanger is going to be. Yeah. You mean in the terms of like how it was structured? Yeah. Like how the plot was lined out? Yeah. You could even tell like from the very beginning, he's talking, the, the son is talking about something and showing highlight uh, or archival footage and then it cuts yeah. to his interview and then it goes to the intro and then it's the fast-paced, retro-y type of music showing establishing shots of uh, Detroit in the 40s or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. everything you've seen it before. Yeah. I, I I agree. I think I don't think it was anything unique No, in that sense. I mean, yeah, I, I think it, it definitely, you know, followed the same formula of, okay, this super, you know, he's a common man working 9 to 5 at GM, right? He has this out-of-the-box idea. And now he's like, so we grow to like him. They kind of paint him in a good light for the first like episode and a half. And then by the end of it, you're like, wait, this guy's a super villain. It's, it's insane. 
to think about like how that happens in real life. But yeah, no, that formula is used in almost every true crime documentary and almost every, you know, I haven't seen the Bernie Madoff one, but I'm sure it'll go in the same mm-hmm. you know, direction. They can't villainize them right off the bat. Right. Cause they got to really in. Right. To be interested in the person. Yeah. But yeah, I do agree. It's being a little overused in that sense. Shake it up a little bit. Yeah. Maybe they should do a documentary where it's like they start at the end and then, you know, like those uh, videos that are like, you're probably wondering how I ended up in this position. Let me yeah. take you back to the beginning or whatever. They should do that with documentaries. Like, well, I wonder how successful or how more interested people would be if they did it that way or if we'd be immediately ruined like oh that's how it ended no i think in today's age people would be into that because that's kind of like the style that media is going kind of like snarky yeah plus i guess with documentaries you can't really hide anything because if they're really happened you could just google it and be like john deloran they'll be like oh he's a con it's like oh so i don't want to watch the documentary but people still want to know why he's a con what he did what his thought process was and everything and seeing the footage too is Interesting, like seeing, like act, being able to put a voice to the picture. Like yeah, I didn't know that's yeah. what John DeLorean sounded like. I saw, I've seen pictures of him. Yeah, I was like, he doesn't sound like a shithead. Or well, uh, you can't, you can't sound like a quote unquote shithead. No, you can. You can be a piece of shit. No, to I, I, I wasn't finished my sentence. I'm saying oh. you can't sound like a shithead if you're as charismatic as oh. he was. If you're, if you're, you know, I mean, Ted Bundy got people in his cars. Charisma is a incredible superpower and can be used for good and evil. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. But, yeah, I, th- I like that idea of a documentary. What if we saw documentaries go backwards? What if we, instead of showing where they started and how they ended up where they are now, what if we were like, okay, here's what they are now, and let's see, like... But isn't that in, kind of what reverse. all documentaries do anyway? In reverse? Yeah, because technically you meet the subject of the documentary, and then you go on the backstory of that subject, and it rewinds to 1940, and it's showing the person's parents and... The house they grew up in. I mean, that's what they kind of did. Yeah, that's kind of what all documentaries do, isn't it? They revealed it all at the beginning to yeah, show you how it began. They go back and forth. It's like that the other guy's joke where he's like, uh, start at the end and then go back to the beginning while circling back to the end periodically just to give kind of context. Was yeah. Michael Keaton saying that? No, it wasn't Michael oh. Keaton. It was uh, Urshan, but Okay. Yeah, no, I, I guess you guys are right. I guess they do do that and they like summarize like who the person is and stuff. But I, I was more so thinking, like, what if they did it backwards, but they did it on a case that was not well-known, or, like, so, like, no one knows what happened, or, like, they don't sum it up. They don't provide any background. They're just, like, dudes in jail, and then they, like, you know what I mean? Go yeah. all the way back and, like, retrace its steps. It doesn't that would even be have cool. to be a documentary format, but, like, just in terms of, like, a movie or a show. That would be cool. Um, Something I do have a few more notes on the documentary, if you guys would like to hear them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely not. Um, too bad. Two sides of the coin right there. So uh, this was more so like a question that I had when I was watching it. Throughout the, the entire three episodes, they repeat a lot of the same information. They use a lot of the same clips. And besides it just lessening the wow factor, is it, you think it's really necessary for documentaries like on episode one or episode two to reiterate information from episode one? To what extent? Like basically just telling us the same information again in terms of like the first episode ends the second episode picks up and like the second episode starts with the last five minutes of the first episode or no do you it's mean... like it it's a completely different episode and then like halfway through they're just like oh yeah remember all this stuff i'm gonna tell you it all again because yeah is that really necessary for binging 
It should be like a recap kind of thing. Yeah, like previously on Myth and Mogul, John DeLorean. Yeah, a couple, couple ideas when you say that is like a couple of reasons I can think of why they do it is one, people, they're catering to the people that aren't binging the episodes. Yeah. Two, um, <laughs> they also could just be thinking like they've gone over so much information since that's happened. Like they want to make sure like it's a key point. So they want to make sure people like recall that before they New drop the bomb on you. It's kind of like when you watch a like when you watch your favorite movie with someone else who hasn't seen it and then like they talk or do something and they miss like something that you think is important so then you like rewind say, oh well, you missed it and you like rewind it and make them do it again it's like them doing that in the documentary making sure the viewer is still on the same page and still realizes you know the full extent mm. of what's going on um but to people who are binging it or to people like you who are paying keynote you're taking notes you're paying attention to everything that's going on you already know that happened it might annoy you yeah and how many people do you think are actually cherry picking episodes of documentary? What do you mean cherry picking? Like going, like I know, like for the last dance, there's one episode that when I'm feeling some type of way, I'll always turn on episode. Oh, you eight. mean like just go back and just yeah, like no one's doing that, but yeah. people are watching them in order and watching like one episode a week at or a time. Something. Yeah. Okay, but no one's going back and be like, you know what, I really want to watch episode two, of episode Mr. two, Ogle. yeah, exactly, John yeah. DeLorean, yeah, yeah, the way they executed that episode, I gotta go watch that. I will say. I, I do agree with everything you said about it being formulaic and repetitive or like maybe just nothing special, but I do like the way they edited it. I thought that the way they had it was good personally in terms of like, I thought the retro look was spot on when they were doing the retro thing and talking about the seventies and eighties and everything. I thought the use of like block lettering, like every so often instead of having a narrator say something, it would just be like, yeah, like it would have music to... and be like Belfast, something, something, something. And like on like red background. I don't know. I thought visually it was pretty appealing for a documentary because, and I think documentaries in general are getting more visually ap- appealing. People are realizing how important it is to actually, you know, pay attention to editing and like, you know, visuals in a documentary. Because I feel like before it was a lot of just people sitting down talking. Audiences are smarter now. So they, you can't get away with. Mm-hmm. bad editing or bad audio or bad yeah, anything. We, you can't get away with it. We know from the first episode. Yeah. That's another thing too. I mean, not that we have any room to talk because our audio is spotty, but there were multiple times throughout the the series where they forgot to turn on the noise remover in the background uh, and you could just hear the background echo from the room or like the audio quality just dipped out of nowhere and you're like, what the hell? This is a Netflix production and mm-hmm. you can't get the audio down yeah it's not a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes is it really yeah i mean it is pretty recent though 2021 that's not far eight, eight well, <clears throat> well it's not even full two years yet probably july july 30th almost two years so nick you hated the uh the documentary no, i didn't hate it it's just it was just a a, a fine documentary yeah do you think maybe you hated it because you expected more? No, I think because that's exactly what I was expecting. I knew it was going to be like that. I thought it would be better served as an hour and 30 minutes rather than. Oh, actually, I, I, I agree with that. I, don't... I actually. I'm not sure if this is a hot take or not, but I'm really against like mini docuseries. Like anything that is done in three episodes can be done in one documentary. Yeah, it, depends on, the same on, it depends on the subject matter. Unless it's like a new episode is a new story, like true crime 
shows where it's like every episode is a new case, then yeah, I can watch, I can binge watch three episodes of that shit, right? But like, if it's like you're covering one singular event, one story, it does not need to be longer than two hours. It, it depends on the situation. Like, if it's the DeLorean story, it could have easily been an hour and a half, but The Last Dance couldn't have been done two hours that's fair last dance i understand i, I mean but they did the redeem name team one, name another one the dream team was too long no the but the redeem team one was an hour and like 30 minutes or it something was, it was episodes i thought the one on netflix i thought it was maybe i'm I may sure, be wrong but i'm not sure yeah i, I do think... i didn't i thought i was gonna like that more the redeem team one yeah uh, it was okay yeah it was all right just a good uh feel good story yeah fourth doctor good I do enjoy sports docs. I'm not a fan of uh, sports like that. No, you are. Am I? Yeah. You're a Giants fan. No, he's uh, not a yeah, Giants fan. Right. Don't, don't force this on him. I'm not forcing anything on him. There's no, there's <laughs> nothing being held at his head at gun or at, uh, you know. Well, they don't no know video. that. Yeah, there's no video. They yeah. don't know that. So yeah. who's to say? He's a uh, Giants fan. I'm not a Giants fan. No, I'm a Dolphins fan. He's better than a Cowboys fan, which is what he was originally, so. Born and raised. For the uh, viewers to understand the weight of the animosity situation. in yeah. this room right now. I'm an Eagles fan. Nick over here is a Giants fan. Josh was born and raised a Cowboys fan, but never really followed football enough to care. And he made the decision in this past year to become a Dolphins fan. Yeah, it just makes sense to me because... My favorite sport, at least at the moment, my preference is hockey, and that team is the Sharks. So <laughs> I'm getting so a marine biology. He's yeah, I'm getting a team. <laughs> I'm getting aquatic over here. There you go. Could be the your favorite baseball team can be the Miami Marlins. Yeah, I was about to say we and uh, we need like a tennis team that's like called the Turtles or something. Well, your basketball team is yeah. Spurs, so that doesn't even. Yeah, is there, is there a, an aquatic themed? Are the Mavericks basketball? That... No, it's a horse. Is it a horse? Yeah. Horses go in the water. <laughs> Jesus, I'm stupid. <laughs> um, I did not know Mavericks are a horse. Yeah, their logo's got a horse's head in it. I don't watch basketball, man. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there is an aquatic I can't think themed... of one. Yeah, I definitely don't know basketball enough. That's like my fair. least knowledgeable sport. But you're a Spurs fan, technically. The yeah. Spurs have been garbage for like the last eight years. Ever since I lost Kawhi. I really want to go to another hockey game. When's the last time we went to one? It's been a minute. We Josh and I were supposed to go to one, and then it just didn't pan out. Yeah. What was that? A Flyers Sharks? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what we can most conveniently do since we're closest to Philly. Philly yeah. Are the Flyers any good? No. No. Terrible. Garbage. They're they're selling the team, I think. Or they're wow. there's talks about exploring it. a potential sale. So what would happen there? Like it just becomes a whole new team? No, no, no. Like they, they're going to sell, like it would, the owner of the team would be someone new. It would still be the Oh, players. okay. I was about to say, that's crazy. Yeah, no, not. Yeah. I mean, they could try to rebrand it and everything, but they They probably shouldn't though, because yeah. the Flyers are a pretty famous, you know, hockey team. And it's not like one that, it's not like the Atlanta Thrashers. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck are those? Yeah, exactly. used to exist. Like the... I can't think of the yeah, okay. is there not, is there the a Seattle fo- Supersonics, like the Quebec Nordiques. Yeah, that's right. you yeah. just make it. Y'all didn't know I had that yeah. in my pocket, did you? <laughs> these last three you rattled off, both of you. I was like, these don't even sound real at the all. Hartford Whalers. I would be a fan of that team. Yeah, yeah. Not because they're Whalers. The Minnesota North Stars. 
I knew that one. That sounds familiar. Well, now they're now they're the Dallas Stars. Yeah, I was about to say. They used to be the Minnesota North Stars, and now they're the Minnesota Wild. Wild hockey. uh, Wait, so Stars aren't don't exist now? They're the Wild. No, Dallas Stars. They just moved to Dallas. Yeah. But Minnesota still has another team. We need Delaware needs more teams. No, they don't. <laughs> the entire state would be showing up. Do you imagine yeah. forcing an entire sports team to live in Delaware? <laughs> they wouldn't. They would live. Yeah, they would live on the outskirts. They yeah. would live in like Philly. Yeah. What are you living in Delaware? No. They'd be coming Delaware. here for, to, to buy stuff though. No sales tax. They'll be in Wilmington at the beach. <laughs> the waterfront. Yeah, that's where we live. Would not be populated. We can say that much. We're in like the least popular part of Delaware. Actually, that's not true. South mm-hmm. Delaware is way worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. If you want to get even better than that, we should just go to Lancaster and build an Amish team. I mean. You got Ethel and Ezekiel on the team. Like, listen, man. Moses. That's you, Moses? Zero, I forgot about him. Zero carbon emissions. True. <laughs> Bro, I saw that video of the one uh, horse and carriage uh, uh, to the Tokyo Drift <laughs> theme song the other day. <laughs> that's funny. I almost pissed myself laughing. Thank God they they don't have the technology to listen to what I'm saying right now. <laughs> well, some you, of them do. Did you see the guy on TikTok? Yeah, you never know. See, then you're some not of them honest. cheat. That's my thing. Like, why? Why? If you're gonna be on your phone, you might as well go do every other thing that you can't do. Yeah, but then he's got no money, no job, no social security card. He can't go out to the real world. Sounded like burn homeless. notice. You literally just started sounding like the burn notice intro. <laughs> no cash, no, no credit, credit, no, no job, job history. history. I haven't seen that show in so long. You're stuck in whatever city they decide to dump you in. That was such a good show for a while. Wake yeah. up, we're in Miami. Jump the shark. Did you guys watch all of it? Yeah. All of burn notice, yeah, I watched it like four times. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I never finished it. I got like a couple seasons in. I it, it's so good. Yeah. Well, you it with shows like burn notice, it get you get burned. It gets... No pun intended. You get repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. And then after season three, I think, is when it starts going downhill. I think that's when I stopped. Yeah. Yeah. I won't even say it. Never mind. There's an emotional scene that I I like. Yeah. I don't know. I can't even remember the characters enough to, like, know. It's just not even, like, noteworthy to. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. The finale was kind of dumb. When I was a kid, I really enjoyed it. Haven't haven't seen it finale, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. Dude, I remember the one time. The, like a week after the episode aired, uh, watch Mojo. Remember them on yeah, YouTube? I sure do. They top released, ten. Yeah, they released <laughs> a video, top ten series finales of all time. And I was like maybe twelve or thirteen. Yeah. And I watched the video and I was like expecting, for whatever reason, Bird Notice to be in there, <laughs> and it wasn't there. And for whatever reason, I was I felt compelled to leave a comment. Oh my gosh, keyboard warrior. And so I left a comment and I was like, "What? No Burn Notice, dude." The amount I of hate flamed <laughs> so bad. There was one guy who was like, I, it was my Xbox um, username was my YouTube, yeah. And he was like, "Who the hell thinks Burn Notice is a good finale? I know who Two Design does. That's who." And I was like looking at it on my computer, and I was like, just screaming into your pillow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good finale. And then I watched it a few years ago. And it was horrible. Yeah, that's really funny. I don't leave comments on YouTube. Yeah, that's the last that comment I left. It could be like the worst thing I've ever watched or experienced I won't in my even entire life. It. I might still like it, actually. Yeah, yeah, just to support them. I support people. It's like they don't gone... even show the dislike account anymore. Yeah, because yeah. people got soft and now they can't get their feelings hurt. It's like going to a restaurant. It's like, 
what he calls him a problem for. Yeah, no, literally. You had a bad experience, like, me that's liking unfortunate. Me like me leaving a 20% tip. Like, I'm going to do it. It's my duty. I'm the viewer. Thanks for posting the video. <laughs> yeah. You tried your best. <laughs> you got my time regardless. Right. Not always. Yeah, sometimes I'd be... If it's, like, constructive, then I could see, like... I have the same problem with TikTok, too. I'll be scrolling, liking everything, even though I don't watch, like... Oh, I don't like anything. Oh, I like things all the time. I like it if it, like, if I have a visceral reaction to it. I actually... I I feel... This... Let me know if you guys can relate to this at all, but... I do this thing where I'll be swiping on TikTok, and whenever I stumble upon that TikTok with, like, only a couple views or whatever, like, you know, those, like, randos that pop in, um... And someone that's, like, trying to showcase their craft, like, they're rapping, or they're showing their music production, or they're trying to act, or they're trying to do, like, a film, or something creative like that, and they don't have a following, I cannot, even if I'm not the least bit intrigued, I cannot swipe off that tick, that video until I've watched the whole thing and liked it, because I don't want to be the reason why someone didn't succeed and didn't get the view viewership that they needed to make it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I feel, like, almost, like... I feel like I have the duty to support them because they need supporters. I don't know if you guys ever feel that at all. If you guys are just like, who the fuck is this kid? And just well, it depends. I, I don't really get that many artsy randos in my uh, for you page. It's mostly just some dude. Maybe I get more because I like him so much. Maybe that, they're like, let's give him another why. rando. Yeah, that's probably why. Wow, I'm just over here supporting people. I got another documentary for you if you want to learn more about that. The social Yeah, the social dilemma. Oh dilemma. Social Social network network is is, uh, actually David Fincher, yeah. Which I still have not seen. It's an amazing movie. movie. Everyone says that I have to watch it. Maybe we should do a a, another episode. I I would be rewatch it, pick it apart, get my take on as a new viewer. I would be down hundred percent. Although we would have to uh, throw all judgment out the window because Army Hammer's in it twice. Oh yeah, I mean Go, looking back at classic films like that, see, I do, I try to do a good job at separating the art from the artist. Difficult. But it is difficult, and it's getting harder. The motherfucker said he was going to eat somebody. Yeah, that's insane. And now he's selling timeshares. <laughs> Have you guys seen the uh, Jonathan Majors news? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's true, though. Why do you why don't you think it's true? I had seen that the lady like retracted her statement. Yeah, I completely. saw that. Okay, so listen, so I saw the news and I was crushed because I was like, I wanna like this dude, seems like a cool dude. Saw Creed three, I was a fan, so I was like, you know, good on him. Then I saw the news and I was crushed. I was like, This is so sad, like he was doing so good. He was like he was really like blowing up, honestly. Like no one really knew him before his Creed role and he's what's the guy? What's he's Kang, Kang in Kang Ant-Man, and... but he's also got a new movie. But, like, here's my thing. So, even so, I saw the news that his girlfriend retracted her statement and said that he didn't actually, like, they weren't fighting or something. And I was like, oh, great. So, she was lying and he's innocent. He's a good guy, like I thought. Sick. And then I clicked on it and I read the full statement. And she retracted her statement because I don't want to press charges because I deserved it. I was trying to, like, play on his phone or something. And I was like, yeah. Um, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. So apparently she retracted her statement, but victims of abuse retract, retract their statements, retract their, um, you know, calls to help all the time because they, you know, they love their abuser. So it's like they, at the same time, even though they're not lying that that happened, they don't want them to get in trouble because they have that flipping emotion. Like, oh, I want them to get in trouble. They're abusing me to, oh, I love this person. I don't want them to get in trouble. So it's like not uncommon for 
victims of abuse to retract their statements like that. So seeing that, I think dude, there's something fishy. I think dude's guilty as all hell. I think <laughs> there's something fishy going on. There was a text message that his attorneys released saying that um, that the girl was solely to blame. She was taking 100% of the blame. Yeah. Uh, so on, on top of the first two. So she's saying that walkbacks. Yeah. Right. On top of it all, though. Because she so, feels guilty that it happened, and then she told him, and he said, if you don't retract your statement, I'm going to beat that ass again. Right. She's probably, like, scared. Yeah. Yeah, there's it's something sad. fishy. There's yeah, something no, fishy it's, going it's on. Yeah, no, it's not okay, and that needs to be... Where there's smoke, there's fire. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where and there's then smoke, there's fire. When the day he got arrested, a bunch of, uh, like, uh, burn accounts on Twitter were saying it's about time, like, you know... Oh, really? Not They didn't mention him by name, but there were, it was, like... The timing, like it mm-hmm. had to be him, and a lot of people were like, "It's about time that people have taken notice." Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that it let that he got through the Hollywood screen, yeah, uh, with all this stuff. I mean, it doesn't take it didn't look doesn't look like it's that hard to find evidence of it. Well, I should really start reading into articles. Yeah, you can I, I, don't just look at the headlines. I'm like, oh, he's he's safe now. Yeah, it's like all uh, right. I there's mean, to more be fair, to it. A lot of people didn't read the whole article because I was reading the comments of the post, and it was like, "Good, I knew he was great," and it was like, yeah. you know, that well, girl, his girlfriend should get time for lying, and it's like all that stuff. And then you look at some of the other comments; they're like, "Um, is no one else reading the article and thinking he's still guilty?" Like, I don't know. I try to do my best with separating the art from the artist, but yeah, it's getting harder and people are doing worse shit and it's just more disappointing every time. So it becomes easier and easier to just start writing people off. But I do find it harder to do that in terms of TV shows and movies. It's easier for me to cut off someone like I can't listen to their music anymore, but I think it's because music in its you know general sense is, is art the same way, you know, filming and videos, all that is also art. But, Acting is acting. You're not being yourself. Yeah. You're being a part. So it's like, oh, he's like, I don't like that face on this character, but I like this character so I can like the movie. Whereas in music, it's like, I can't listen to a guy who's been accused of beating his girlfriend talk about how much he values women in his music or talk about anything positively when I know you beat your girlfriend. Like, it's like, I can't, it, it loses it for me. But that's because they're trying to be real and actors are acting. So mm-hmm. I, I can like see it and enjoy the character and enjoy the writing, but I can't enjoy your music because it's like, they're the writer. So you don't listen to R. Kelly anymore? No, I definitely do not listen to what what about about Michael Jackson. What about Kanye? Michael Jackson. There's a lot of people, a lot of people who think he's innocent. Are you one of them? I don't know. I'm on the fence. He's dead. So I think there's nothing we can do about it now, regardless either way. But a lot of, the kids, the children that hung out around him, which, I mean, it was it's weird. It's fucking it's, weird. It's weird. It's weird. But a lot of the kids, Macaulay Culkin. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was fucked up for, like, half of his life. Okay, then you're not going to like my next uh, example. Aaron Carter. <laughs> and uh, who's the other guy? Who's the other guy? It might be Macaulay Culkin's brother. Like, Ray Culkin or something. <laughs> I forget his name. Um, he's in Succession. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He I said he said that that the kids like liked hanging out with Michael Jackson because like Michael Jackson was like protecting them from those other kind of predators in Hollywood or whatever. I don't know how far fetched that is. Anyway, but there's a lot of black and white. I'm not gonna. I don't. It's fun. It's Michael fucking Jackson. No, I'm not gonna cancel Michael Jackson. I'm sorry. 
Billie Jean goes stupid. I can't. But R. Kelly, yeah, gone. Off the playlist. Yeah, what about Kanye? Kanye? Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't talk about Kanye. I was going to say, he did just uh, take back all of his... Okay, so listen, he... It doesn't matter. He, he can't take back shit when you... Yes, he said a lot of... of Jump Street. He said a lot of <laughs> anti-Semitic things. I think he's not mentally stable. It was wrong. I don't support any of the things he said at all. But he made graduation, so I can't, like, not right. listen to him. So let's be real. I'm trying to hear flashing lights. Right. Exactly. You can't... But yeah, no, it's difficult. It's definitely... I also think it's easier to do when it's um, old material you're listening to. So, like, if I listen to pre-Life of Pablo Kanye, I feel a little less guilty about it because yeah. it's like he's almost a different person back then. Like he is a completely yeah. different person. So it's 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 easier to separate the further away the art is. Yeah, because like what he said or done like hadn't been thought of yet. Yeah. Maybe he didn't. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's maybe he had a notebook. It really, it really doesn't make sense why it would, but it does feel that way. I also thought the Kanye. Have you guys seen the Kanye documentary on Netflix? Jesus, uh, no. Yeah, is it no, called Jesus? I, I really enjoyed it because it really shows like it's his childhood best friend who filmed him from his like before he was even like popular on the scene who filmed him like on like it's like home footage filmed him from before college dropout before any of that all the way through graduation and then him and Kanye stopped talking and then he comes back and picks up filming at Life of Pablo I believe. And they like like continue the story and like he's 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 not biased at all. Like he's not trying to make Kanye look good. He's not trying to make Kanye look bad. He's like a friend who knows who Kanye is and like like thinks he's a good person and values him and understands him. Who is who grew apart from each other, right? And then he, so now he's not as attached, but he knows like he's a good person. And then you see the spiral, the downward spiral, and he's like just showing it for what it is like he's recognizing oh, he shows yeah like he's like he like they like argue at one point and like he's showing it's, that like it's still in there yeah like he's showing that like he doesn't agree or like he recognizes something's wrong with kanye kanye's behavior recently and like really like they don't hide that at all so i really appreciate that it wasn't like a kanye west is a genius doc it was like kanye this is him. like his story and what's going on right now he's a complicated individual right. i remember a lot of press around the release of the doc i think didn't they do it weekly weekly episodes i forget i'm not sure it was either weekly or if it was like two episodes yeah and then like yeah yeah um i remember a lot of uh praise being given to the director oh of yeah the, it was put together really well of the entire thing i just haven't gotten around to, and to be honest i completely forgot about it yeah i would recommend it yeah i see it on my timeline a lot oh it's called genius yeah 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 it goes into him and kid cuddy's thing like it goes into like everything it's it's actually very interesting god i, love kid I forgot Cuddy. about the kid cuddy kanye beef too yeah well there's more than beef uh kanye helped put cuddy on and then cuddy basically the whole of 808s and heartbreaks album is like inspired by cuddy like if you listen to kanye's sound on that album it's basically a kid cuddy album yeah did you watch uh kid cuddy's on uh, netflix the animated the same spider intergalactic animation yes. i did not i watched the first like episode i did not finish the, the whole thing you're lying because it's not episodes is it a movie yeah, yeah. I and i just fell asleep before the end of the movie then okay i haven't watched it but uh i've seen it like 
a few times. Is it good? I love it's that so animation good. style. Yeah. I, I mean, I went to the theaters to watch Into the Spider-Verse like 14 We're times. We're going to see this next one, right? Yeah. Like in theaters. We have to go in theaters and rent out the whole theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's all to us. We have to go. That would be nuts. No, it was like a real... I loved the animation. It was a really good story. Um, It's like your everyday artist like story yeah. and like a breakthrough like it's just so it's so good i just i think i fell asleep because every time i've tried watching it, it's been like i'm in bed watching it i haven't like tried sitting down and watching like on the couch or something yeah or without laying down right your boy's tired yeah i'll be sleeping no i definitely recommend it like even for like you and you and steph you guys could watch it yeah yeah i mean she likes spider-verse yeah. Well, that's also superheroes. It's not just based on the yeah, animation, yeah, but, but the yeah. similar animation is really cool. Yeah, for sure. Josh, do you, why don't you give us a topic? Because I feel like we haven't heard very much. Come on, spot. I have a perfect one because it's not going to make sense for my lack of knowledge. Fantasy football. Oh, oh, shit. It, I started thinking about that because baseball just started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, when's football going to start? Then it got me into fantasy. What's crazy is that fantasy sports in general was made for baseball. Yeah, we for whatever reason don't do fantasy baseball because you guys. Well, I don't. I don't losers. follow baseball, but baseball. You did is, fantasy basketball. That was once, and I almost won. I didn't know anything. And that's how my fantasy football days went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I will say fantasy because I've always been a football fan, but I never was as devoted as it was before I started playing fantasy. Like I wasn't watching every game and everything. Um, but ever since I started playing fantasy, I feel like it's gotten me into the sport more. I know more about what's going on. So I feel like you just have to take it seriously. And then like, if you actually try, you, you'll learn, you'll get interested. Cause I was in the same boat as you. Like I wasn't super into sports that way where it's like, Oh, I don't care who's on what team. I just want that team to win. I don't care how many yards that person had. I don't care what his contract is, stuff like that. But now it's like interesting to me. So I attribute that to fantasy, but yeah, if anything, I'd want like hockey to be that sport that I like care that much about. See, I like they hockey have a lot hockey? too. They do have, I mean, they have fantasy everything. You can play fantasy golf, which is, I don't know how that works. But yeah. <laughs> the one, the reason why fo- I've gone so in, so much into football is because football is the easiest sport to follow. There's only one game a week. There's only, it's the shortest season. It's not a huge time commitment. Whereas baseball, how many, there's a game on damn near every day. 162 games. Right. Uh, hockey and, and, and ho- hockey and basketball, Jesus have the same number of games not as much as mlb but it's a lot more than football a couple games a week like it's too much of a commitment for me to like really pay attention to all of that that's how i feel yeah i mean i kind of feel that way about just sports in general that you you guys i mean no one's telling you you have to like sports we just don't have a lot of friends so we need you in the fantasy (laughs) you can't leave i'm sorry yeah Yeah. no i'll I'll stay stuck in there yeah i used to be winning all the time out of pure luck and well, I, mean, I lost it. You had one bad year, right? Was it one? Yeah, that's right. Because I took a year off, didn't play, then the I came back. Year, you're fine. Dude, yeah, you just not winning. The, it's, yeah, the he's, streak's he's just over. Into, I'm like the uh, the dynasty. No. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, it's championship or bust. Yeah, he's like the '90s Cowboys. Hmm. I'm like the '90s Bills. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and just keep, never won. Yeah, keep going to the ring to the chip, and then I always lose. How many times have you been? Twice or three times? Three times. I've lost yeah. every time. Once to Vaughn. Because Derek Henry. Once to you. The first yeah. time we ever played fantasy. Once to you. 
once to Vaughn and once to Keith. Oh, I can't <laughs> shake that Keith loss, man. That was bad. That was bad. Shout out Keith. Shout out Keith. I'm not really a big fan of like MMA. Neither am I. That. Like we tried to go to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch Conor McGregor and uh That wasn't a, a good experience. Yeah. And it, it kinda like ruined it. Yeah. It's just like there can be moments where it's like so brutal. I was uh talking to Ethan about this after we watched Creed. I was like, Yeah, I like boxing. I don't like I would I could watch boxing. I don't think I would want to watch MMA. And then he like went on a rant about how MMA was better than boxing and more people have died boxing than doing MMA. And it's true, and the reason it's true is because boxing, they let you, like, you can fall, and as long as you stand up and are mildly coherent after, you know, not, it has to be, what, 10 seconds is the, is the number? So, 9 seconds of just, like, being partially unconscious, and they'll it, just keep hitting you, like, whereas in the UFC, the second you get, like, knocked down, the second you get, like, seriously hurt, they call it immediately. They don't let you try to get because you can get like repeatedly concussed just getting hit in the face after getting up in boxing. So more people have died doing it. You guys seen that uh, one slap, uh, like thing where they like, like slap each other over and over again? Yeah, yeah. by Dana White. People, I think guy. people have people have gotten. Like, I'm not sure if they've died, but they've gotten like knocked out. They've gotten legitimately fucked up. Yeah, Are you like, talking about you the their thing? face? Yeah. Are you talking about where they like hold on to the thing on the table yeah, and then go one for one? Yeah, power slap. And there's chalk everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chalk. I forgot about the chalk. No, I do be seeing clips of that on like TikTok. I'm just like, this is the dumbest like, shit I've ever that seen. Allowed. In a way, well, man. They're like going to the gym training, getting big to like slap, slap someone. People. Like what? <laughs> like what? Yeah, I went on uh, Slapmaster and was the champion. And the, yeah, they're like the champion of this wins like a coupon to yeah, twenty five thousand Starbucks or something. Coupon to Hooters. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they need. My God. Yeah, could you imagine? Like, there's no way that's sustainable. Like, you get serious brain damage in like round two. There's no way. Yeah, and it's always like the biggest motherfuckers you've ever seen. And you think like if you're if you're in, like <laughs> a, hitting the smallest motherfuckers. <laughs> like, yeah. You think if you're like in a tournament. <laughs> you just keep going like round to round without like, breaks you think they like ever care about which side of the face is like oh his right side is a little more swell let's flip on the other side of the table so we get his left you think no. they're just hitting the same side yeah, over and over pepper again in the same side oh my it god it also depends their dominant hitting hand yeah that's what it would depend on yeah like uh the sweet 16 the guy's still getting hit in the same spot yeah it's all board. right-handed like you get that one le- backhand <laughs> you get that one left you're like Wait, oh thank can god you backhand? I don't know. i've never seen it do y'all know what the key and peel skit is, though? What? The, the front hand, backhand thing, yeah. yeah. Front hand, backhand. Backhand! <laughs> no. He's no. like, you want to play a game? And then the other guy's like, sure. He's like, front hand, backhand. He's like, front hand. He gets smacked. And then he's oh, like, okay, yeah. He's I like, ah, I got you. And then he's like, oh, I get it now. Backhand. And he's like, nah, like, I'm messing with you. Like, that's not what I was trying <laughs> to do. And then he's like, backhand. And then he just keeps smacking him. It's classic. Is it strange to say that Key and Peele is underrated? Key and Peele as actors and as as their yeah as, as like their sketch show. comedy show. I think it, I don't know if it's. I wouldn't say it's underrated. I, would I think say it's, it's underappreciated. Sure, it's mm. underappreciated. I think it's rated though. I think everyone knows Key and Peele. I think they're hilarious. There's yeah, a... Jordan Peele's one of the best directors working. In the I was going right to say now. what he's doing now is crazy. Although I still have yet to see Nope. I see. I saw Nope. It was. There's oh you're yeah, we have sure, to watch it and review it on this on this we have add it to the list we have to do it now because 
There's a specific Before... scene, visually, specific scene I need to talk to you about. Right. It's on it's, Peacock. It's one of the like most visually stunning things I've ever seen in a movie. Alright, I gotta watch it. You have Peacock, Nick? I've got uh I don't know if I have Peacock Premium, but I've got the free version. I've got HBO Max on there. Isn't Peacock Premium free? No, it's five four ninety nine a month. You I get have some it for ad. free. Oh, is it because it's maybe because I have Xfinity? Do they have like a thing? They might, yeah. Maybe because I don't pay anything for Peacock and I have it. Well, they have a free plan, and then they have paid plans on top of it. Oh, so what's the pay? What do you get with a paid plan? You get access to more of their catalog and less ads. It's basically like Pandora and Pandora I, I Plus. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm restricted to their catalog though. Can you watch The Office? Uh, all seasons yeah. of The Office on Peacock. Yeah, I then think then so. you have the. Then you have like a bundle or something where yeah. you're paying for it. Yeah, I'm not paying for it, so I better have a damn bundle. Imagine getting rid of uh, cable now, paying for every streaming service. I still pay for cable. I'm a goddamn idiot. I don't know Why? what I'm doing. Because of sports. Oh. That's the main reason. Well, can't you? Well, I guess some are limited. I don't need it for Thursdays, though, because Thursday night football's on Prime, but the other for Monday night and Sunday, I use cable. What do they stream I could do something on? else, but I just don't. Do they stream on Disney or Hulu? What? If, like sports. I think, I mean, yeah, I, I oh, it's... Hulu does live sports. I know yeah, that. Well, no. Hulu's so... got their own live TV streaming service and so does you still have to pay TV. for it like cable yeah, yeah i'm thinking of the the disney deal they got where you the disney get bundle yeah you get hulu and espn no. plus and uh disney yeah that's what i said you didn't say disney yeah. plus oh well, i said, said i said you get the disney plan yeah 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 i got you remember i got hulu they used to have a hulu spotify bundle and i had both spotify and apple music at the same time it's just so you could get hulu yeah. Well, I, I bought it for Hulu and it came with Spotify. So yeah. I like, might as well make a Spotify. That was a weird time in my life. I'm paying one ninety nine a month for Hulu right now. Why? I don't know. I, there was like I logged $1.99? I logged on and it had like a promo offer going on and so I hit redeem and But is I, it like is it just one month one ninety nine and no, then they renew I've, at whatever? I've had it for like four months, I think. I think it was a, like a year long subscription what? for one ninety nine a month. No yeah. way they're I had to use my UD email. There, bud. Hey. I had to use my UD email, so. Shout out UD for actually oh. coming through. I still have access to mine. I have an unlimited Google Drive. Yeah, that's cool. So that's pretty fucked. But at, at some point in my life, I'll probably lose it, and I lose all of my photo shoots I've ever done. Yeah, Wait, Google you, doesn't do the I'm trying to think when anymore. I lost access, because you guys graduated not too long ago. I'm over a year now. Oh, fuck. I'm over two years. Yeah. I'm getting old. You're the youngest out of all of us. I know. You're, <laughs> you're literally a year younger than me. I forgot about that. That's funny. But the employee discounts are clutch, although I'm losing my Apple Music employee or uh, student discount. I never use it because uh, my parents pay for the family plan, so I've just been riding their coattails, you know? Yeah, so you've just been leeching off of them. Yeah, you got to, you know? Yeah. That's when I switched to Spotify. I like, so I like it better. Like I like Spotify better. Why? I think the just the layout of it looks better. I feel like I can the way like you can make playlists seems better. And seems better or is better. It and my preference I think is better. What about it is better? Well, the, also the yeah, setup gosh. with me the setup is like on Apple Music. I had everything downloaded, which I know you could do it the same way as well, but on Spotify I have nothing downloaded. It's all just like Didn't you on my account. Have- 
Well, you can do that on. You, just you go can do that on iPhone. You just that's, turn on cellular. That's what I just said, and I said that's just not how I had it set up. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You just, okay. so when I restarted fresh, it was just like a whole new like ideal setup. I got you. Yeah. So that played into why I like it. See, my I like Apple Music more for two reasons. One, kind of in line with why you like Spotify more, because I have more things on Apple Music that carried over from iTunes. So I'm, I don't want to start over, even though it's all free now anyway, but I don't want to start over. It's like I paid money for those songs. I'm not going to switch like platforms Two, I think the uh, sound quality is a lot better through Apple Music than Spotify. And that's the main reason why, because like I said, I had two accounts at one point and I could notice a difference when I was listening to it on Spotify versus Apple Music. It didn't sound as good. It didn't sound as loud even. Um, yeah, I definitely see it not being as loud. Does anyone use Pandora anymore? It's still around. I you used to use water. Pandora a lot. Did you pay for it? Uh, I always used the free, so I'd be listening to ads left and right. Yeah, me too. That was like a all of high school. Yeah. High school? Yeah, all of high school. I was on Pandora. I put on that, uh, what station would I be? I'd be flipping back and forth. Post Malone. <laughs> I'd be like, Post Malone, put that shit on. <laughs> I I used iHeartRadio more than I used Pandora. See, I've never touched iHeartRadio in my life. They they were they were better at giving you the artists that you wanted. Like Pandora, if you searched for Post Malone, uh, they would give you Post Malone, but it would also give you artists that you think you'd like that they, it thinks you'd like. Yeah. iHeartRadio was more like, oh, you just want to listen to Post Malone. Okay, here's Post Malone. That's fair. I could see benefits of both. Yeah. Yeah, Pandora's more of like a shuffle. Because I would find a lot of songs I didn't know about on Pandora because that would happen. Exactly. But I get it too because like I'd be like I want to skip this and then it... you gotta listen to yeah. I actually I actually only listen to music on vinyl. The only form. That's not true. Uh, so you're talking to Lucas right here. I do have vinyl. I do have vinyls. I hardly ever actually listen to them. They're just like collectibles it... to me. Even though I have a yeah, vinyl yeah. player, record player. Mine's down here. To them. Mine's yeah. in a box. What'd you say? Yeah, Mine you are down here in a box. Yeah, you have them too. Yeah, didn't you say you wanted to get like a a room? Yeah, I'm still going to do that one day on my wall. You just got to have like your sunken in home. Yeah. I'm not going to do that shit now and then take it You're going to yeah. do like a fancy schmancy audio room for like with proper sound treatment and all that for listening so to So my it? dream, my dream, uh. Your office dream, your dream house, go. Office slash uh, study yeah. would be like room with like a, a really comfy chair, but not like a lazy boy. It has to be classier than that. Really comfy chair, record player, library, vinyl, like record player, obviously all the vinyls, the vinyl wall, everything, and then just like a place where I can just sit there and smoke a cigar. And listen to music, and read a book, and then a golf sim- simulator in the corner. A library, or do you mean like a bo- like a full on library, or just like a bookshelf? Like, no, not like the public library. <laughs> no, you know what I mean, like a collection of a, a decent collection, like maybe like maybe more than one shelf. Like a wall, like a a, a wall, a okay. wall of shelves. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm envisioning. Yeah. Everybody should have a good bookshelf. No. Mm- I need one. A waste of space. I have bookends on my on my night table. Yeah, as I shout have out, this. Shout out my beautiful fiance Stephanie for those bookends. Yeah, I appreciate it. Bookends are nice. They are nice. Mine were just sitting like on a stack, on my nightstand. So I was like, 
every time I would go like if I'm reading more than one at a time it would it would be like multiple in the stack so I would like always have to go pick out the one in the middle of the stack and like reorganize the stack it sounds a lot <laughs> the way you're seems. like complaining about this and the way you're sit like <laughs> sitting it <laughs> matches perfectly but like I don't know it just it's so much better to have them all vertical so I can just like pick one and not have to dig through the, the stack yeah so my shelf is making me feel really good oh yeah no that that's that shelf over there is beautiful the uh the series there at the top in the middle berserk the yeah. bookends of that series is a sword so one end has like the handle and half the sword oh, and the that's other end cool so uh, cool. it looks like the sword's stabbing through the books. It sucks that you can't use that on your setup now, but what do you mean? You because of the you can't you don't need the bookends because they're in the shelf already. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I like you said, when I have like my my own house and like a book wall, yeah, that, that shit's gonna be on display. Yeah, I will say I don't read manga, but it looks very visually appealing. Yeah, it's nice. I like reading uh, pictures. Yeah. That's what it is. I need words. <laughs> I'm like, well, I, can't. I mean, there's definitely plenty of words, but I don't know about that. You go through like ten pages, and all this damn thing is said. It definitely depends. It's on the definitely scene, yeah. But I I'm mean, like... I'm also not as I like words because I'm not as what's the word? I don't observe things well. I'm not, I'm not very observant. Thank you, Nick. Um, so like I'll like scan over the pictures and miss something because I like I'm going too fast. So like don't. I want to read the words because, like, I'll know when I read. Like, they're in order. I can read them. Like, they're, you know what I mean? I won't miss them. Yeah, I'm, like, borderline dyslexic. So, I'm the, o- <laughs> I'm the opposite. So, too many words. Fair I'm, like, enough. okay. That's... You're, like, looking at pictures. Right. Like, I can, I'll, like, if I really want to pay attention to the picture and stuff and, like, get the most out of the story and, like, look at every detail, I'll be on the page for too long. I like being read, too. Like like audiobooks or like yeah. you like hiring someone to come read you a story. <laughs> shit, book. I'll do that. Audiobook. No. Throw me so like ten, Yeah, throw me ten bones. I'll just I'll read you a whole novel. Every night. <laughs> I'll read you to side. sleep. Yeah. Would it be the same story or would it be a new Whatever one? you want. No. <laughs> Whatever you want, you're paying me. Yeah, for real. Oh, speaking of stories being read to. Oh, what's the show? He just called? loses his train of thought. No, I know exactly what I'm thinking about, but I can't. It's based on a Stephen King book. It's a TV show. I, I think it's on Netflix. It might be on a different streaming platform, but it's basically a story of this kid. He goes and like volunteers and like reads um, a novel to this like very wealthy man like down the street from his house or something. So he just like forms a bond with this like millionaire. And every day he just goes over there and like reads a book to him and gets like paid for it or volunteer. I forget like what the situation was. Um, and he like learns from the man and everything. And he like becomes friends with the guy. And then, but the whole world hates this guy. Cause he's just like big corporate, like embezzling money or not embezzling, but like, you know, investing in things that are doing no good for the environment, causing problems, stuff like that. Like he's a, you know, kind of crooked, you know, corporate man in America as most are. Um, but he, forms this like super you know special bond with him and then one day he dies the old man and the old man leaves him his phone because he convinced the old man to get a phone before he died and the old man was against it. he was like oh technology i don't want this and he like taught him how to use the phone old man dies um but leaves him his phone and then he keeps getting texts from the old man after he's dead and buried and he like gets texts from him like talking to him and stuff and then he finds out that he can text the old man and he'll like grant like every wish. So like he like texts spoiler alert, he like texts 
like the old man like oh this guy this bully at school just picked on me like i wish he was dead the kid dies like yeah. it was super interesting it's like that interesting uh, show or movie yeah it's a, movie. It a movie it's called mr harrigan's phone yeah came out starring Jaden martell from knives out and donald sutherland i'm yeah. gonna say Jaden smith i do love me some donald sutherland not gonna lie yeah. but if you guys uh, haven't seen it go check it out i know i gave out part of it but um but yeah we do have to start wrapping this up because my computer is at four percent beautiful uh, i guess on that, that note we'll start uh we'll wrap it up yep. so thank Epis- you for listening episode five in the books mm-hmm. thanks okay. again for having us yep thank you everybody for for tuning in to us <laughs> um yeah and thanks t- uh to lucas for coming on being our first guest it was awesome Hopefully uh, we didn't pick each other's pick each other up in the mics too much and yeah or talk over each other too much although we did yeah. we did a little bit but anyway we will see you guys next week when uh, we have a new something for you okay. <laughs> all right we'll a see you guys something. later deuces. <laughs>